It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? We're coming to you from Because Coffee, roasted on purpose here in Dawsonville, Georgia. I'm joined with a real estate agent, Cody Chembars. Did I say the last name correctly? That was perfect. That was Chembars. Perfect. Yeah, Chembars. Phonetically correct. There you go. And uh, the name of your real estate company is Anchor? Anchor Real Estate Advisors. Yep. Anchor Real Estate Advisors. So good to have you on the show. Thanks, everyone who's watching on the Facebook and uh, on the YouTube. This is a really cool uh, coffee shop here and a delicious cup of Valentine's Day coffee. That's right. That's their blend. It's because love. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm single, so <laughs> this is maybe this is uh, giving me a little juice to go for it. Cody's got a wife, three kids. Yeah, one one on the way. Almost. So that will be the third or the fourth? Fourth, yeah. Fourth. Yeah, and I said, what, what's our time uh, restrictions today? He's like, well, my wife's got to get a petty before the baby comes, so we got to get in and get out here short and sweet. That's right. That's she right. wants a pedicure before the baby. She needs her toes nice before she delivers that baby, yes. Yeah, does she get the French <laughs> petty or what? Oh, for her toes? I don't know. She normally comes home with a different color. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make myself comfortable here. Got a cup of coffee and uh, chilling on the couch. So let's thank today's show sponsors, Jobber. Jobber's your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Thanks again to Almond Landscape. If you guys want to learn how to do hardscaping and uh, become a professional hardscaper, Caleb put together an awesome course, and uh, it is at howtoinstallpavers.net. And, of course, thanks to Ring Lawn Care out of Stillwater, Minnesota, for sponsoring today's show and for today's uh, podcast, Because Coffee hooked it up. Yes, they did. Nice studio here and uh, some good free hot coffee. I might have to get a refill here in a minute, but uh, it is delicious. So, Cody, man, you've been in business for five years. Uh, My audience, a lot of guys own lawn care companies, landscaping companies, hardscaping companies, but business is business, and there's principles that cross over. So we're really excited to hear your story. Tell us how it all got started. Well, man, I was uh, actually an elementary school teacher and uh, got into that just because I wanted to be a pharmacist, make a lot of money, and I, f- I failed chemistry or biology. I didn't even make it to chemistry, and so I was like, well, I'll just go into teaching, and uh, from there, I taught for for just under five years, and, you know, we were we were at a deficit each month, and you know, we were we. My wife was was staying. Was she at home. working? Or? No, she was staying. So home you were with the, the only breadwinner. I was a sole provider. As a school teacher. As a school teacher, I was bringing home twenty one hundred dollars a month at the end of the month, and and you know, of course, that it covers insurance and and on taxes and everything. But you know, it was just it was a it was a wake up call when we started getting stuff in the mail for government assistance, and so you know, it was like this this is not this is not what we need to be doing. And so we talked to my father-in-law, who's actually, he was a real estate broker at the time, and said, Cody, you would crush it at real estate. Yeah. I was like, come on. Uh, 
you know, it was one of those where I was used to living on twenty one hundred dollars. We we were doing that. That's we were, tough. Yeah, extremely tough. And and of course, you know, two hundred ten dollars is going right out because that's our tithe. And so, you know, we we were only able to do that because we were debt free. And and that was one of the goals that we set financially. I said, honey, if you want to stay at home with the kids, we need to be debt free. And so we ended up getting rid of all of our debt. I had you know fourteen thousand dollars from student loans, and she had nine thousand just from one semester at <laughs> a, a, an art college oh. here in Atlanta. <laughs> I won't mention the name so we don't get in trouble. But you know we we were able to do that, and so I, I ended up just stepping out and and taking the real estate course and. Licensed three sixteen March sixteenth, and then got officially licensed the next day, and then I had my first closing by June first. So within you know within ninety days, which really? is that's yeah. tough. We yeah. had Matt Lamarsh, a real estate agent, on recently, I and mean, he said that first year is plowing away. It's tough because yeah. you don't have all the uh, connections. Yeah, it was very tough, and and you know one of the pivotal things for me, and this this can be part of our talking point today is, you know, my first closing, what I did was I didn't take that money. I mean, I think if, if I remember, it was like $4,500. Your bonus. No, no, no. My commission check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the house was what? It, it was a 170000 Nice. Yeah. So, so you got $4,500. Yep. Commission. Come on. Yep. And so instead of me taking it and, and going and spending it, you know, my wife and I sat down and we prayed and, and we ended up investing it back in the business. And because of that, it just catapulted. It was just, I mean, it was crazy how, how quick I started really doing well with it. And then fast forward into to the next March, so a year after I licensed, we're sitting down again and, you know, just riddled with fear because, you know, I made $28,000 my first year in real estate. And so I was like, man, if I could, if I could just get to what I'm making on paper with – um, you know, teaching, which was about thirty eight, thirty nine thousand. If I could just do that, I could, I could quit. I could leave mm-hmm. teaching, and and you know, we sat down and and we prayed together, and you know, she said, Cody, you are living in fear, mm. and you need to be obedient and you need to trust God, and and I said, Lord, I release the fear, and and Paul, I kid you not, within eight hours of us praying together, I had a message on Facebook from somebody that I went to church with five, six years ago, saying, hey, we're looking for real estate agents to bring onto our team opportunities to make up to six figures. And I'm like, Lord, this is <laughs> this yeah. is you. You know, it's like confirmation. And then yeah. shortly after that, I had another lender reach out to me and said, you know, want to do some co-marketing. So I ended up telling my principal, I said, I'm not coming back next year. So the first house you sold, you still had the cushy job. Yeah. So the house yeah. was a little like a supplement. Yes, at that time it was. And that was June. Yeah. So that summer, and then you went back into the fall working at the teacher yeah, as a teacher, and then what yeah. month did you hang it up? So I had to go. I, I told her I was not going to be signing a contract for for the following year. So my last official day was June second, two thousand sixteen. Wow. Yep. And then, and then, so I joined that team, and within a month, I had eight listings, eight new listings, and they realized the potential and the leadership that I had. And so they promoted me to uh, the team leader mm-hmm. of 25 plus agents. So then, wow. so then I was, I was handling business, my own business, but then I was also training all of these new agents that they're bringing onto the team as well. Man, that's awesome. So how'd that first year go then when you were full time? Cause a lot of guys listening to my podcast right now, I mean, that's the 
taking that leap, you know, Dave Ramsey always says, get the boat close enough to the dock, mm-hmm. but you still got to, you still got to jump from the dock onto the boat. Yep. So what was going through your, you know, your marriage, the emotions that first year when you took the leap? Well, you know, I really, the cushion was still there, so to speak, because even though I, I didn't sign a contract for the, the following school year, I still got paid until September. Oh, so you had three months to make I, it happen. Yeah. That's so, real good. Yeah. So it was a really, I couldn't have planned it any better. Yeah. And so the transition, there was no stress. And then, so September was my last, you know, $2,100 from from the school. And then my business just, it really started blowing up into a referral. And I, I needed less support from the team. When did you on. sell the next house then? Um during that time frame on the team or, or yeah so September October did you get any sales oh yeah that yeah. Fall? yeah yeah so so the second year that I was in real estate I made like 40 just shy of 45,000 and then so combine that with my teaching income you know I, I made about 60 that year okay which you know it was it was great and then um, I think I closed 16 transactions wow the second year <laughs> that's pretty good let me get a sip of this coffee here um because coffee, roasted on purpose uh, here in Dawsonville, Georgia. It's absolutely delicious. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting a little warm, though. I like it hot, hot, hot. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. So, what ha- so now you're in, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to make some money going with it. Then what happened? You just everything, you ran off into the sunset. Everything's perfect. Do you have any hiccups? There's, there's always <laughs> got to be a little dent in the story there. There's, there's always hiccups. So... <laughs> One of the one of the hiccups was when I sat down and actually did the math and, and you know did the accounting side of, of the business. I realized that you know the team that I was on they were taking so much of my commission. So you know a typical real estate brokerage, uh, you know a larger one that's well known around the United States, they're a seventy thirty commission split. So seventy okay. percent goes to the agent, thirty percent goes to the brokerage, and so. You know, I had that split, but then I still had to pay the the investor and then the team owner that I was working for. So I sat down with them. It was in October, and I said, listen, I, you know, I like our relationship. I like, you know, managing agents, but you are taking way too much of my money. <laughs> and so I told him, I said, listen, this is what this is what I want for us to continue this relationship. And I said, on myself, Jen, because they were still making money off of leads that I brought in mm-hmm. from my referrals. And I was like, how is that fair? Yeah. How is that even fair that an investor is getting? And I said, listen, I want to do this and this. And they said, no, we're here to make money off of you. And so that was my next leap of faith and launched my own team underneath that, that big brokerage. So I stayed with that big brokerage, but launched my team, Chembar's Realty Group, in November, and then crazy story. So in December, uh, the investor <laughs> and that other agent, that team owner, separated. Oh, wow. And they're coming back to me and saying, hey, I've got leads. Will you work them? And now the, it completely flipped where I was getting 30%. They were only getting 30%, and I was going to get to keep the 70 And so in December of 2016, and I still have it on my wall, I was the number one agent in an office of 250 agents for most listings taken in the month of December, which is typically the slowest month for listings. Yeah, That's wild. Now, how did it get to Anchor 
Where'd you get to today? Because was there another twist in the plot? Oh, a couple more twists. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get <laughs> couple, to the twist. A couple there. more twists. We're, you know, I just got to keep you guys in suspense. Yeah, this so. is uh, <laughs> this is uh, perfect timing to uh, do our mid roll commercials. Uh, good setup there. You, you're not even in radio, and he's already teasing. So thanks again to Jobber guys. Jobber is uh, a CRM. Uh, do you know what CRM stands for? I do. We have one. Yeah. What does it stand for? Client relationship manager. Boom. <laughs> Come on. There you go. And so uh, Jobber is the one that I use for my business. It makes it very convenient. I uh, get cards on file, charge my customers card when agreed on, keep that cash flow coming in my business. It is uh, very nice. Their, their customer service team is really good as well. I was just talking to them yesterday about a transaction I had a question about, and they're you know quick to respond and uh, really appreciate uh, Jobber. We also want to tell you guys about Caleb Baum, and this is my friend. In Columbus, Ohio, Cody, there's the big newspaper, which would be the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here in the ATL. It's the Columbus Dispatch up there. And Caleb Allman's a top five landscaper in all of Columbus, Ohio. Big city. Wow. Really big deal. And uh, he sponsors the show because he has a product that he sells called How to Install Pavers. So if you want to know how to install pavers or a how to install retaining walls, uh, Caleb put together an awesome course for you. So we appreciate them uh, sponsoring the show, and thanks for the easy setup there, Cody. Just as we planned, right? Yeah, just as we, we <laughs> talked about that before we went on air. No, we <laughs> talked about TikTok before we went on air. So he asked me, should I get TikTok? Because I was telling him I got 51,000 followers on TikTok now, and uh, I told him it's addicting. Like I'm, I'm addicted to it. You start watching it, they're so funny. You just, you know, hours will go by, and uh, I'm, I'm addicted to TikTok. So it's something that... Uh, I got to work on. But I like making them, too. Yeah, so TikTok was, should be a sponsor to the Green oh, Industry t- Podcast. TikTok <laughs> is, you give it a couple years, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, it's it's going to be up there with the big boys. It's 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 here to stay. I love TikTok. Yeah. So now back to the plots, the plot twist here. We already had two. And uh, what was the next one, man? This is, because I, 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 I know your story because he sent me, and you've seen it on my Instagram story, the coffee mug. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. a successful well, businessman, anchor of real estate, but there's always a story. So what's the next twist to the plot here? So the next twist is is really in February, I brought on my first agent. So I was going to be the team mm-hmm. owner. So brought on my first agent and then March brought on another one. And then in July brought on another one. So we're, you know, growing as a team. Now, if, you're, if your team sells a house, are you the guy now that gets... I get some of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much percent do you get? Well, we are, are we <laughs> we, no, we don't have to tell. Are we allowed to talk about that on there? No, air? we're not allowed. <laughs> the rules changed here. Now he's the <laughs> he's the. <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, don't put me on the spot like that, Paul. <laughs> okay. But but you're getting a cut when they sell a house. Yes. Okay. And so, but I'm also helping them. Right, I'm, right, I'm, right. Yeah. So you know, we go from I'm still taking the coaching and everything that I did and everything that I learned, and that's one thing. Like every. If I could tell you something, it's everything that you've done is a building block. It's a stepping stone to something more. And and I look at it uh, now where when I was going through all of these different plot twists, I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? But every time it was a, literally a setup for a step up. Yeah, that's good. Say that one one more time. Well, every time it was literally a setup for a step up. Yeah, and I know my audience were mostly lawn care and landscaping guys, but it, it really is. You're, you're always pivoting, and when it looks like – I remember I had my favorite account, and they uh, basically fired me. I mean, it was, you know, it was the end of the year, and like, hey, we're not going to renew the contract next year. We're going to go another direction, 
You ever get that line? Oh, yeah. Or headed another direction. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, it was, say it one more time. It was a setup. For a step up. For a step up. And now I look back today and I'm just like, I wouldn't trade my, I wouldn't trade my customers right now for anything. I love every single customer I have. It's perfect. And uh, so I, I like that uh, right there. A setup for a step up. Mm-hmm. That's right. You could tweet if, that one. Yeah, if, if you allow it. I mean, a lot of people, they want they, to, they'll, they'll get the setup, but then yeah. they'll stay. They'll stay where they're at, or they'll, yeah. they'll give up on their dream. And I think, you know, I was actually Caleb Allman, speaking of Caleb Allman, we were talking years ago just about pivoting. Like, sometimes in our business, well, we've always done it this way, so we got to do it this way. But we, as, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we need to be able to pivot when necessary yep. and, and, and make the moves and, and make the adjustments and not just always do it because that's how we always did it done it did it i'm not that good in english it but, works uh, it's all a, right it's applicable <laughs> okay so now you have the team i have the team i'm helping them i'm providing, building that yeah providing leads so i'm i'm getting i'm getting a referral and then uh, you know i crazy story is i i sent this agent who i've known for a while and i sent her to be recruited to this big brokerage and i get a call from her i'm sitting in a closing and, and she says i'm not joining Hmm. And by the way, they completely talked bad about you behind your back in something that a situation I wasn't even privy to. And so I literally leave that closing, go over to the brokerage and I'm like, what are you doing? And so um, they they end up we end up having that conversation and I end up leaving. And again, one of those set up for a step up moments is we three days after I decide that I'm leaving this big brokerage. Someone approaches me and said, hey, you have come so highly recommended. Would you be interested in starting a brokerage Mm. with us? And so they were an insurance company, and they wanted to get into the real estate side. So, you know, real estate leads would funnel to homeowners insurance. Mm -hmm. And so ended up, you know, we prayed about that, ended up doing that. And so we launched that brokerage in July of 2017. That's the anchor one? Yeah. No, no, that was a different one. Okay. Well, I just took a picture for Instagram. Okay. That was the pause. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't know to smile. It turned out talking. good. No, you just keep on. I wanted to get an inaction. That was pretty good, eh? Yeah, yeah, it was good. And and so then, so we launched that brokerage. We got up to 12 agents and, you know, it was just growing. And then, you know, fast forward to to January of 2019, I'm losing, I lost three agents. Mm. And so, you know, I was a third part of the owner or ownership and you know I, I I took a look and I was like I literally trained these agents up from day one from right out of you know passing the Georgia real estate exam and it was it was a, a deep blow to me and so I told I went in and told my business partners like I'm done I'm done I whatever I need to do to get separated from mm-hmm. you guys and per our contract you know per the the corporation that we signed it was a, a six-month termination notice otherwise it was a non-compete that i signed for two years and 100 miles from duluth oh my gosh and so i was like this is in duluth georgia this was the brokerage was and i was like oh my gosh i'm trapped i'm trapped and i i could have just given up it but i didn't because Mm -hmm. i knew it was a setup set up for a step step up up. that's right there you go (laughs) and so you know fast forward mr producer uh when you're editing this maybe you should make that the title oh set up for a step up. For a step up yep. with Cody Chembars. Yes. And so when in February, uh, my last day as official broker was May 17th, the day before my birthday. They, instead of a six-month, 180 days, they cut it in half and said, 
just give us 90. Wow. They were going to try to find a new broker, and they weren't able to find one. They shut it down. And so in July July 1st, 2019, I launched Anchor Real Estate Advisors with you know the understanding that this was my own. And, you know, the, the anchor comes. So you're not reporting to anybody no. at this point. You're. I'm sole owner. So this is the final leap. Final leap. Sole owner. And so, From you know. Elementary school teacher to <laughs> running your own deal. Broker owner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, so he. Anchor. Yeah. Yeah. So anchor, anchor can't, comes from Hebrews 619. So the Lord is an anchor for my soul, firm and secure, the hope that we have. And so, you know, he's been my anchor. And, and, you know, through the whole thing from, from teaching to, you know, really my, my salvation story and, and everything that's happened, it, it's been a constant. And so, you know, what, what more appropriate name? Anchor, absolutely. You do any boating or? No, not at all. And, you know, <laughs> you mentioned. I thought you were going to say, I grew up in a boating family. No, you. Anchor real estate. That's what I thought when I saw it. But I knew the biblical ties, yeah. but I, I thought maybe you liked fishing. No, well, you know, I, I was torn. I really was. I was like, man, I'm no, I'm nowhere even near a beach. And typically, you know, yeah. Anchor is associated with boats. We are near Lake Lanier, so I guess we could yeah. we could stretch that. But no, I, I it, this is this is the Lord's company, and yeah. and He has just blessed it tremendously. We're up to nine agents. We're about to bring on another one. Met with her yesterday. Got another one coming on. So just growing rapidly. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. I, I follow you on the Instagram and, you know, constantly seeing you posting that you're uh, selling the job. So I'm, I'm kind of curious uh, about real estate. Like, so someone contacts you or you find someone that says, hey, I want a house. And then how do you, you know, you got to take them to all the different showings and all that stuff? Yeah, t- I mean, typically, uh, like I said, my business and probably your business is, is referral. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some agents out there that will door knock and cold call and, you know, for sale by owners expires, all of that. I, I I've done that. I, so let me ask you this, cause my, my audience would understand this. Um, how do you vet the customers? Like if someone, how do you know if they're a tire kicker or no, this person has money and they really want to buy a house. Cause in our businesses, we waste so much time. Someone will call us Cody. Hey, will you come do this landscape job? And we'll drive all the way out there you know, okay, it'll be $10,000. Oh my gosh, that's too much. I didn't know that. And we wasted our time. I'm sure it's got to be similar for you. Like, hey, Cody, I want a house. And they're broke. (laughs) Or, hey, Cody, I want a house. And they want a million dollar house. And they, you know, should be living in a, in not in a million dollar house. So how how do you vet that process? Well, you know, I mean, this is my fifth year, as you said in the beginning, March, March 17th will be, I'll be five years in the business. So I've learned. I, I I look for those those identifying factors. What, what's an identifying factor? Well, being as cordial and polite as possible. What's something someone says you're like, ooh, maybe I should not go that. Yeah. So one of them, you know, one part of my script is, all right. Well, have you spoken with a lender? And and some of them will say, well, no. I said, well, the objection to that. Most people don't want to commit. They're like, well, my credit's going to go down, or they don't know where to start. And so I'll say, well, listen, you ever shot a bow, an arrow? And they say, well, yeah, or, you know, aimed a gun. And it's easier to, if, to aim at something if you have a bullseye. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll say is if we don't know what we're shooting at, we, we, I could show you a million-dollar home, but you won't qualify for it. Mm-hmm. And I could show you a $100,000 home, but you may qualify for two fifty, and you're going to get a better home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, part of that is getting them qualified to make sure that they do can or they can at least afford a home, and then I'm not wasting my time. But – you know, it's part of it. It's mm-hmm. part of it. What I tell my agents is because there, there's that myth out there that, oh, I'm not putting anyone in my car until I see a pre-approval letter. 
okay, you do that while they're getting in my car and they're falling in love with me because that's what it's all about mm-hmm. is rapport and relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so then you take them to – I watch a little HGTV in my day. <laughs> you watch HGTV? I don't. <laughs> I, I did meet the Property Brothers. Though. Really? <laughs> yeah, real Where true at? story. On a cruise. Does, does uh, Joanna Gaines live in coming or – I think I saw her at the Dunkin' Donuts the other day. No way. I, I promise you. I thought you. she's in Texas. That's what I know. But I was like, what in the world? I, I run into the most random people. Uh, what's the wrestler? Ric Flair? Yeah, he's, he goes, he's, woo. Yeah. I was at the Kroger in Duluth, and I park, and he had his Benz. He has a black Benz. It's all fancy, and he parks right next to me. I got put it on Instagram. Go watch it. I'm like, Ric Flair. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, woo. And then he just got in his car and drove off just like that. Yeah. But I, I, I'm... 95% sure I saw Joanna Gaines. I know she lives in Texas. I don't know what she's doing at the Dunkin' Donuts in Cumming, Georgia. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. What either. in the world she was doing in town. Yeah. But uh, you ever have any crazy story? You ever just like see Justin Bieber at Walmart or something? No, I mean, my claim to fame is really so we went on a cruise for our seven year anniversary and we had we saw all this stuff when we were walking down to our room about the property brothers and we're like what in the world and this is on a cruise on a cruise where at it, we we went to the Caribbean? bahamas oh yeah. come yeah. on it's cold and rainy here today <laughs> yeah that sounds bahama yeah and so i had just finished doing the belly flop competition and i didn't <laughs> place unfortunately um, I got fourth, but I, I didn't get a medal. And so we, we left there and went down to this marriage show. It's like love and marriage or whatever. And the next thing we know, uh, one of the property brothers, Drew, is going up on stage. He had just gotten married. He was married for six months at the time. And and so the next category was people married from five to ten years, and so we were seven. And we had to audition. We had to act like Tarzan and Jane. She got up on the on the chair and jumped in my arms. And I was like, ooh. You know, you know, beating on my chest, and we got selected. Oh wow! So we're sitting up on stage with Drew, Scott, and um, is it Scott? I don't know. I know who. I know what they look like. I don't know. Okay. Names. Well, anyway, Christian. I know Joanne and Chip or Skip. Chip. Chip. Yeah. The See, we're we're about. <laughs> Good thing I didn't run into. Hey, I'll skip doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I'm telling you, Dunkin' Donuts coming, Joanna Gaines. I'm not losing my mind. No idea why, but uh, go ahead. That's funny. So you you're on stage with. On stage, on stage with them, yeah. And then, so, you know, the game show works is they separate the couples, and then they ask the question for the people that are remaining, so my wife. So I go back there. I'm just having a conversation with them. And just, you know, I did not I, I did not drop. I, I wasn't one of those people, hey, I'm in real estate in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> if you want to bring your show down here. Yeah. But, you know, it was just one of those cool, yeah. cool claim to fames. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I had a question. I just saw your phone blowing up with a random number. That happens to me all day long. How? Because how in the world? And eighty-five percent of the calls are just like robocalls, or you know, your uh, Alzheimer's medicine can be reduced, or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, what in the world? Your student loan application? I'm like, it's a scam. You know what I mean? So how do you? I just seen your phone doing that. How, how do you manage that? I don't answer them. Okay. I don't. Uh, you so only answer it if you see it's your wife or. Well, a, a I mean, I, I say that, you know, I, I save. So another business tip, I save everybody's number that I've at least had a conversation with, okay. especially when it comes to real estate, because even if it was one or two conversations, when if when Paul calls me back and says, hey, um, you know, calls me back six months later and I answer and say, hey, Paul, how are you? It changes the whole atmosphere because they're they're 
they expect us to forget. They expect us to, they have to reintroduce themselves. Mm -hmm. But when you're answering and saying, hey, Paul, how are you? I was just, you know, man, it's been a while since, how are you? And it just, boom, that rapport and that trust is just right out of the roof. Yeah. Right out of the roof. If if you could put like a pie chart together, your referrals, where do they come from? You know what I mean? If If you could say, well, I get some of them from church, some of them from this place, some of them from here, how are you bringing these customers in? Um, you know, I haven't really pulled a lot out of, out of church. I mean, I, you know, that was just an example. I mean, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, most of them, you know, I'm just very active on Facebook. I, you know, we were talking before we went live and, you know, looking at getting into TikTok and, and, and Instagram, you know, my wife was, was badgering me the other night. She's like, you need to be better with Instagram. I'm yeah, like, Instagram. So TikTok, they don't have houses yet. They, they can barely afford a Happy Meal at McDonald's. They're kids <laughs> on TikTok. But what happens is I remember when I was in college, Facebook was cool. Mm-hmm. with yep. the college kids and then it aged up and now it's cool with the grand you know the grand you know the, my mom's a grandma but she's on facebook and all her friends yeah, yeah. instagram's more like the 40 year old mom that thinks she's 20 you know posting the selfie <laughs> um and then <laughs> tiktok is where all the teenagers are so okay. they can't they don't have the money for the house okay i'm gonna stay off tiktok then. well you know <laughs> i I'm, I'm on it I, I mean i'm addicted to it but yeah um instagram is where you're People are buying a house. Yeah, that's what I mean? and I've heard that. I've heard that. I just you know um, just need to be better at but you, it. You do get customers off Facebook. Yeah. So you know a lot of um, uh, like I said, it's all about consistency. So if you're listening and you're not using social media to advertise, what I tell my agents is if you are not telling people, they don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And really, I, I said say that, that one more time. Yeah. So if you are not telling people what you're doing, they don't know what you're doing. And so, you know, it, it, it's simple, but it's profound. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I'm not telling somebody that I am the real estate agent that you should be using on your Facebook friends list, somebody else is marketing to them. So whether that's business, you know. Lawn care, lawn landscaping, care, hardscaping. Yeah, anything. I mean, why not? And, and you, part of that battle, that mental battle is, why well, I don't want to use my personal page for that. Well, then create a business page and share it from your business page to your personal page. And, you know, just say, hey, I'm excited. I just got this new lawn care account today at, mm-hmm. at Because Coffee. Yeah. And it's, I mean, Facebook's just so powerful. Even with this podcast, we'll post videos like this and then Someone will contact me out, you know, hey, I saw the Facebook video. We'd like to offer you this or we'd like to do, you know, this collaboration and stuff like that. And it's free. I mean, you can pay. uh, Do you ever do sponsored ads on Facebook? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can sponsor ads and it gets real nitpicky with Mm -hmm. how you want to target it. Mm -hmm. Um, But even the free post, you know, don't you don't have to be over the top, uh, but you can just share about your business in an organic, authentic way. And, I mean, people, I get a lot of business, mm-hmm. or I did get a lot of business that way. And then I changed my business model. I only work in one neighborhood, literally. Just If you don't live in that neighborhood, call someone else because I just oh, I, wow. I work in one neighborhood. Wow. Um, but it's good. It's NFL players and coaches and, you know, some, some yeah. bunch, of, bunch of awesome people. Yeah. I love you guys. They follow <laughs> me on Instagram and, and Facebook too. Um, I told you the Falcons captain, one of my customers, and I posted a picture. I got baptized at your church, mm-hmm. and I'm at his house the next day, and they get out of their fancy car. He's like, Paul, congratulations again, baptized. I'm like, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's, we're all connected through Instagram and Facebook and all this social media. It's just crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to be better at Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Mark my words, podcast. I will be better. Next time we're on oh. here, I'm going to have uh, 5,000 uh, followers. But what you're doing good at is LinkedIn, man. I was looking at your thing. You said if you get over 500, that's like the – Yeah. So how would you do that? Dude, I got – I'm not even going to tell you. Well, my LinkedIn games <laughs> needs improvement. So, you know, that was that was one of those where – I, I work with one of the largest investors in Atlanta right now, and you know he told me he says Cody, you know, Man, look at that, that's a, that's a sharp looking LinkedIn. <laughs> he says your LinkedIn is, you know, I, I think I had like 150 people. He says you need to get to 500 because once you get over the 500 mark, that it just shows it just shows validity. It mm-hmm. shows that you know people are connected with social you. proof, credibility. Yep. Yep, and so I went on a campaign, and I would just, you know, anybody that I knew, some people that I didn't know, you know, especially people in my industry, real estate agents that I may want to recruit down the road, and, you know, I got to that 500 mark, and, you know, it's it's incredible. Like, I get notifications all the time. People are looking at your profile, and, you know, so it's, um you know, it's one of those, you've got to use the technology that's out there, mm-hmm. and, you know, like you were saying, you've got to be able to pivot you've got to be able to go with the flow, so mm-hmm. to speak, and, you know, be firm in your values and firm in your morals and firm in your ethics. But when it comes to shifts that come along with business or, you know, if, say, for example, like my shift is going to go be more heavily focused on Instagram because, mm-hmm. I mean, it is. The, the, the dynamics on Facebook are changing. Mm-hmm. It, it is the older generation Yeah, where when we started, how old are you, by the way? I'm Can 30. Yeah, I'm 34. Okay, yeah, I'm 33. And so, Facebook came out when I was in college. Yeah, so 2004, 2005. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember, I, I mean, it was yeah. only college students. Yes. Could it, you couldn't even get on if you weren't in college. That's right. That's when it started. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Yeah. And uh, here's another question for you, Cody, because you got three kids, and, and we're going to have to get him to his wife soon, uh, Mama Bear, because she wants to get a pedicure before this, the new baby <laughs> pops out. Which will be your fourth. Fourth, yes. So, and you got a crazy, you know, real estate, y'all have the irregular schedule. It's like people want to do a showing at night or at the weekends. It's like you don't work nine to five. You work. I work when the work is there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And most people's showing is not normal business hours. Right. Well, you know, one of the things for, I, I would say for a business tip, especially for entrepreneurs, if you're in a sales position, it's very easy to lose track of your time and and you can you can get caught up doing things that aren't going to make you money and one of the tips that I I really train my agents with is time blocking you have to block time to go out and prospect because if you're not prospecting just like gold panning you're not going to find any gold in your pan this is good dating advice for me I'm (laughs) scaling the prospects (laughs) I got Uh, it nailed down man well you you might have some connection I'll have to talk to Cody off here you got any let me think recommendations I might might have one or two single loves the lord pretty I'm not commenting on it. I, I give you a couple more characteristics. Okay. Scale um, the prospects. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Time but, block, scale the prospects. Yeah. But that was one of the reasons that I, I you know, when I went into real estate, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, we're traveling and, mm-hmm. you know, we, we homeschool our children. So, you know, just the flexibility that it allows, but as flexible and, and as prosperous as you can be, you can also be the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's, a lot of so how do you not neglect your wife and three almost four you know how how do you spend quality time with your family while keeping the money flowing into the bank account through the business how do you do both excellently 
Um, you know, I have to be intentional about it. And and there were when I was first getting started, it was it was flip flopped. It was upside down. I was you know it was total business and and you know family suffered. And so you know there, I don't know that there could be a perfect balance because one of them. One of them has to be, you know, a little bit higher. There's ebbs and flows and seasons. It, ebbs yeah. and flows, yeah. And so, you know, typically, um, you know, I'll have I'll have a month or two where it's just I'm I'm busy and I'm working, but it's not going out and showing every day or, or mm-hmm. listing appointments every day. So that's when I'm intentional. And instead of me being trapped in the office, I'll go out and you know, be with the kids and just be present. And, and we also go on homeschool adventures where we'll go and, you know, do aquarium or, you know, just do adventures out and, and learn and, and just be, just spend time with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, a, a whole day versus, you know, an hour a night or, or an hour or two a night, it, it, it kind of evens out, equals out. Awesome. Well, you're going to get a bonus here uh, since you watched the whole episode or listened to the whole episode. I want Cody's best tips if you're selling your house and Cody's best tips for buying a house. And this is free, and this is uh, coming from Cody Chembar. So let's start with someone buying. Uh, what what are some key pointers and, and things you should be uh, looking for? Well, when you're buying a home, the, the, the biggest thing that you could do is go ahead and what we talked about earlier, go ahead and find out your bullseye. And where wherever you're at, obviously, if you're in the state of Georgia, you should be calling Anchor Real Estate Advisors <laughs> and, and, and calling us because we we will assist you. But if you're outside of the state of Georgia, I can't help you. I'm not licensed anywhere else. But go ahead and get a pre-approval. Go ahead and reach out to a lender. Do not use a big bank. If there is a bank commercial on the Super Bowl, SunTrust, BB&T, Chase. If if any of those banks are on a Super Bowl commercial, you do not want to use them. By the way, don't use the Rocket. Can I say that? You might have yeah. to edit that out. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. okay. Is Here. that uh, the Rocket <laughs> Quicken Loan people? Here's why. Here's why. What they're doing is that they are spending money on advertising to get you to go to their website. And once they get to their website, they're giving you a number that's not realistic. And then once you get them, once you get your number in an email within, you know, five minutes, when we actually try to go put an offer on a home and I need an updated pre-approval letter, we can't get anyone on the phone. Why? Because they work nine to five. They don't work on the weekends. So for us to get someone actually on the phone and especially being a first time home buyer, you want someone that's going to be partnered with you side by side that you could text at 730 at night and saying, hey, I have this question. I don't understand it. My lenders that I work with, and I only work with three, they will answer the phone, especially for me at any time of the hour. And so definitely, you know, f- talk with a lender and then find a really good real estate agent. If you, you know, one, if you don't know one, I'm sure everyone does know one, but I would say, you know, try to stay away from someone that's doing it part-time or really uh, even someone that that's a family or a friend just because it really can destroy a relationship. Hire a professional. Hire a professional, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't like mentioning this, but you can go on Zillow. You could search for a, you know, search in the zip code that you're located in and find, don't click on the first one because they're paying money to be up there, but find one that has a a lot of reviews and and that you'd feel comfortable with And, and interview a couple of them as well. Absolutely. And then selling your house, just go to Dollar General and get the for sale by owner sign, put it in the front yard and you're good, right? <laughs> yeah. And we, we've actually converted a lot of for sale by owners just because, you know, they realized, oh, I can put my house on Zillow or Realtor or Facebook and I can sell it. What, what you don't realize is that Facebook marketplace, yeah. house for sale, baby. Yeah. I, I have not OBO. Heard- <laughs> 
<laughs> Our best offer is that Craigslist. No, I, mean, I don't know. Um, but, you know, they, they put it up there and they think they're going to sell it. But what happens is, is you're not getting the exposure. And what I tell for sale by owners and, and the reason why they choose to list with us when, when it actually comes time is because, you know, about 50% of your calls are going to be investors. And so that means they're going to be lowballing you. So if, if your house, we could sell it for on the market for 200, they're going to be at 140. Just trying to shoot out numbers. So you're going to have to deal with 50% of those calls that way. 25% are going to be real estate agents that are saying, hey, I'm going to list your house for 1% or I already have a buyer. Let me come over. They're just trying to get in the door. And then the last 25% are those nosy neighbors that want to get in and just take a look at your house. And then they also have to handle all the showing. So mm-hmm. now you, are you going to be there when, when someone else shows? And they think they're going to try to save money on commission but the reality is they're not going to say they're not going to sell it and if they do statistically proven you're they're going to make less money legit you could you could google this they're going to make less money if they sell it for sale by owner than ha- hiring a true real estate professional yeah, so hire a professional if you're in Dahlonega, Dawsonville what's your range here i go all the way down to the perimeter and as far over we we have agents in jefferson uh we have i mean marietta we're all over yes yeah there you go. So I got to get a wife before I get a house. So that's <laughs> okay. prospect searching number one. I'm going to ask Cody off air if he's got any uh, recommendations, referrals. Yeah. yeah. You do? No, I, I got to think, think about, about it. it. You put me on the spot. All right. If not, I got, I got a good prospect picked out, but I just, I got to get the courage. Maybe I'll invite her here. Yeah. Get her because a cup of coffee. Because love. Yeah. Yeah. So you can stuff. sit right over there. That's a nice little first date set up. How'd you meet your wife? Oh, man, that's a whole other podcast. Met her in a bar. In a bar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, met her in a bar. Which in, bar? Uh, Johnny B's in Dahlonega. Okay. And, and, you know, she was 19. She thought it was a pizza place. I was just graduated college. I was uh, intox- heavily intoxicated. And um, she ended up leading me to, to the Lord and radically had a relationship, met, met Jesus and uh, had a radical transformation, very Paul, Saul to Paul. Uh, in the bar, she led you to Christ, or this was no, 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 not in the so bar. So she was no, like, we, "I like this drunk guy." We, we, you know, she. We were both at. We were both both probably at the. the How old was you? Were you? I was twenty three. She was nineteen. Yeah, she was about to turn twenty, but we were both at the furthest points of our life away from God. Mm-hmm. Like she had just come from a, a Bible college in Virginia, where um, just a lot of abuse happened, and mm-hmm. and so she. She was running from God, and mm-hmm. you know I was claiming to be a Christian. I was one of those hypocrite hypocrite Christians, and um, you know at, at the bar drinking, drunk, and and you know just God just He had a plan through mm-hmm. all of my brokenness and through all of her brokenness. He brought us together, and just you know, and now we're just you know living the dream, serving the Lord, serving Him. Yeah, got a baby. When's the baby due? February eighteenth. Okay. Yep. Right, right around so the corner. So you better go get her that petty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No Manny? No Manny. No, she does. She sells nails. So oh. she does the nail strips. Yeah. Th- those fake nail things? No, they're, it's real It's real polish. It's called uh, Color Street. You ever get a Manny Petty? It's okay. I do. I, I get one a year before the spring just so, you know, you're out wearing sandals and yeah. you want to be respectable, presentable. Usually one, one a year, one a spring. Sometimes 
I'll get to like late summer if I'm going on vacation, but yeah. no shame. No, yeah, okay. I well, get a mani pedi. If there's no one, shame, one, yeah, yeah. I, we're we're pretty regular for pedicures. Oh, okay. I love getting my my, my cuticles, you know, taken yeah. care of. My, my they, I don't like that thing that tickles though. When the, yeah, she, the scrubber, the lady, she's like, <laughs> oh, you ticklish, you ticklish, <laughs> oh, looky ticklish. You want, you want and then they all jail. start talking like, oh, yeah. you don't know what they're saying, and I'm yeah. like, man. I'm I'm proud of you, Paul, for going in into a, a David salon Stein. And, he got me uh, on that. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, he's he, he. If you guys don't know David, he he was my colleague in radio for years. He's just a man's man. <laughs> and uh, one day, you know, they were leaving the radio station, and like, where are you guys going? He's like, oh, I'm going to get a Manny Petty. And he just said it with, just like, yeah, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to get a Manny Petty. I'm like, thought he was joking, yeah. and I was like, what? He's like, manicure, pedicure, you know? And, and I was like, you get Manny Petty? He's like, oh, yeah, I love him. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is like the coolest dude I know. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And he just, just part of life. You get a Manny Petty. That's what you do. Yeah. No and shame I, in the game. Yeah, he's got, he's be- you know, got a beautiful wife, happily married. So I, I get a Manny Petty, boys. It's it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not, I, I Budget-wise, you know, Dave Ramsey be hitting me because I'm still paying off some debt. So it's okay. not like I'm. That is not in the budget. You yeah. Know, you, you, that that's the luxury, luxury. dollar, yeah. But it is, you know, one time a year just so, because you know, I'm, 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 I got to keep the prospects, you know, show them <laughs> that I'm got some hygiene with, you know. Yeah. You ever see someone's nasty old, ugh. Oh, yeah. That ain't going to work. Yeah. I, I keep things, you know, respectable. Yeah, I like it. I All like right. it. We're going to let Cody go uh, be a good husband, and uh, you're going to babysit while she goes gets the petty, or it's a family of Yeah, but or? I heard it's not babysitting when they're your, their own kids, your own kids. So, oh, so your I'm, father. I'm, I'm going to take care of my children. You can tell I'm single with no kids. <laughs> you go babysit. No, I got I, – Your own no, kids. I got rebuked. She's like, you're not babysitting your own children. You are watch, You are taking care of them. So That's yeah. good to remember. I, yeah, yeah. Life tips. We'll, right, we'll do well, another marriage counseling session. Yeah, well, I need to get the – Get the prospect for I might I think I've narrowed down where I want to invite her. Yeah. Cuz Coffee, Dawsonville. Sit right there. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Just need just need the girl. All right. Tell tell uh my friends how to follow you on inst- well, we get maybe LinkedIn, Instagram, where should they connect with you? So I don't know my LinkedIn URL, but if you if you just search on LinkedIn, Cody Chimbars, and it's phonetically correct, C H E M B A R S. I'm on Facebook as well. You if do you, a lot on Facebook. That's your main. Do a lot on Facebook. If you want to follow me on there, I actually do a, a devotional on Monday mornings at eight thirty, and and just really dive do a deep dive into the Bible. And then our business page is Facebook.com forward slash Anchor Home Advisors. And then I'm on Insta, Cody Chimbars. And then our Insta page is Anchor Real Estate Advisors. Yeah, there you go. He obviously didn't listen to my previous podcast where I shared. When you give a shout-out, when oh. you're on someone's podcast and they say give a shout-out, if you give four or five, it's, two, it's information overload. Oh, it's too much. Yeah, so you just pick one. Where okay. The one that you really want them to – and I, this is all my future guests. We're going to let you do a mulligan, a redo. Okay. Because if you tell them, hey, follow me on TikTok, Paul Jameson on, well, you guys don't even know what TikTok is, but you pick your best one you want to draw the traffic to. And because uh, I was telling Cody off there, this is crazy, 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 crazy town. But last I checked on the charts in the business entrepreneurship section in iTunes, this show, drum roll, I don't, I don't know what button the drum roll is, but we're <laughs> number 75, guys. Gary Vaynerchuk's one, Dave Ramsey's five. We are number 75. I mean, that's, awesome. that's to me, I'm like doing cartwheels. Like 75, 
Like, yeah. what in the world? So thanks, everyone, who shares the show. But anyway, when you get the chance to share, you want to just pick your best one, let them know. So then they'll go and actually follow you. But if you, they're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to LinkedIn. And it, they, yeah, too much. That's a good point. All right. Information overload. It's, so, Cody, how can people get a hold of you? Follow me on the Insta, Cody Chembar, C-H-E-M-B-A-R-S. And actually, I should have done that first because I have a link tree on there yeah. that, that you could follow all my other Come stuff on. on. So follow me on the Insta. And you're going to step up. I'm going to step up my LinkedIn game. You're going to step up your Instagram game. Okay. In, in the words of our youth, bet. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. B E T. Yeah. Bet. I, I I'm I'm way out of it with all that, but I've seen that one before. Yeah. Uh, they got some interesting ones. But anyway, Cody might help me get a wife. Maybe. No pressure. <laughs> I'm searching prospects. Yeah. We'll see what he can do. Uh, thanks to today's show sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy to use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. And guys, that link is in today's show's notes. They're offering a free 14-day trial. If you're going to get a CRM, try Jobber for free and see if you like it. And uh, thanks to Because Coffee for the awesome studio uh, today. This is a really cool uh, environment and atmosphere. And uh, thanks to Ring Lawn Care, Stillwater, Minnesota. And last but not least, do you remember my last sponsor from Columbus, Ohio? Oh. Almond Landscape. Almond, yeah, like Almond Joy. Yeah, it's my favorite creamer. Okay, I won't forget that. Almond. Caleb and Brittany Almond, yeah. uh, their course is how to install pavers.net. You can, uh, what's up, man? <laughs> this guy thinks it's cool. We got our lights in here and uh, sticking out like a sore thumb. But uh, Caleb and Brittany Almond, they'll teach you how to be professional hardscapers. How much would you think a course like that is? It's two and a half hour comprehensive guide to teach you how to do a retaining wall or pavers. I mean, that, 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 those are big jobs. Big jobs. How much do you think he sells that course for? Um, I mean, $1,000? $99, guys. It is insane. He, he, he's, he's, he's not charging enough, but he is just generous. He wants to get that information. Wow. $99. You can learn how to build retaining walls. You can learn how to install pavers. It's howtoinstallpavers.net. I think I thanked all the sponsors. Um, I don't have my script here. We're winging it. But I think I got them all. So, Cody, we really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me on, Paul. It was an honor. Yeah, he's not going to babysit. He's going to be a father. His wife's going to go get a petty. And I, I'm going to ask him if he's got any prospects, not houses. <laughs> yeah. Looking for a wifey. Thanks for being on the show.